love and light divine beings this is yours truly earth melody coming to you now with the podcast called the earth experience where we discuss all things spirituality metaphysics art of all mediums and of course spiritual evolution so tune in turn it up and tap into the vibrations of peace and love so the last episode was detailing something called ethereal or energetic cords and how we subconsciously or sometimes are oblivious that we develop them um, mostly with negative people or toxic individuals or relationships so in correspondence to that i want to discuss something today that also sometimes seems to clog up our auras or chakras or our spiritual armor so to say So some of you who know me very well know that I'm a big advocate for veganism for the betterment of humanity and animals. And I'll just say this. There are lots of philosophical theories, uh, ideologies as to why we as human beings are supposed to in fact consume meat and animals and animal byproduct. I tend to disagree. While I'm not perfect, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So there are times over the past few years where even with discipline and conscious evolution, I have went back and consumed meat or animal byproduct, dairy, things of that sort. And I can almost guarantee you that every time I did, my body felt sick, but more so my spirit. Let me explain why. So aside from philosophical reasons or eco-environmental reasons, let's talk spirituality here. Something that a lot of people don't understand uh, when it comes to spiritual evolution, growth, and evolvement is whatever you put in your physical body, because it is attached or a vessel so much for your ethereal being or your spirit, your spirit will be affected by what goes into your physical vessel. So if we look at this on a deeper spiritual aspect, we can then understand that whatever we're putting into our living physical body affects our ethereal and inner spiritual being. So when my friends or family or people in general ask me why I choose to uh, eat plant-based or refrain as much as I can from eating animal byproduct or meat and dairy, my reasoning is this. Animals have feelings, okay? Everything in the universe, every species, every life form, is we're all interconnected. So animals have feelings, they have spirits as well. So when we are consuming something that has been slaughtered and killed, chemically altered, ground, and then consumed by us, which we are living beings, uh, not only do we risk inheriting the chemical or biological destruction that may come with eating dead animals such as cancer, um, growth and diseases from consuming growth hormones, additives in the food, not only do we risk physically being affected, but we're also becoming spiritually sick. And this is why animals have feelings. You can watch any documentary, any raw footage of the process of animals being slaughtered uh, or prepped in the meat and dairy industry. And you can literally feel, you can feel through your screen the anxiety, the fear, the pain. 
And so you have to be consciously aware, subconsciously, I should say, aware that that animal felt all of those things before it was slaughtered or murdered. So when you consume animal byproduct or another species that's been killed, murdered, or that's just dead, not only are you consuming the actual physical dead flesh, but you're now consuming and carrying those same vibrations and that energy in your auric being. So a lot of times women indefinitely don't understand why they have problems with fertility. They have high stress levels, depression, anxiety. And I explain to people that you just ate something that carried and embodied those energies before it died. So not only are you eating its physical decayed flesh, but now you're carrying the energies that belong to that flesh. It's just like you and I. We're spiritual beings but we reside in a physical vessel. We have feelings, we have emotions, we carry energies, subconscious and conscious ones. And when we die, we feel those things. So we have to be mindful of what we choose to put into our living beings. We are organic matter, so inevitably we do rot, as do other species such as animals. However, it's not in our nature nor is it in nature's design spiritually economically agriculturally even for us to consume um, animals or animal byproduct it's something i can't stress enough to clients who come for um, chakra meditation or chakra cleansings or just cleansings in general so it's not only important for your physicality or your physical involvement and health it's just as important veganism of course for your spiritual involvement and growth and health how can you be consciously aware of your spiritual vibrational frequency if you're consuming all of these energies from deceased animals So I see this all the time with clients. They're like, I don't know why I'm anxious. I don't understand why I have all of this anger or fear. I don't know where it comes from. And then I ask them, well, how much meat do you usually eat? How much dairy do you consume? How much animal byproduct are you consuming? People are often not aware of the energies that they're consuming as well as the actual animal byproduct. So it's something that I encourage humanity and more so us as spiritual beings to consider when living our lifestyles with our food regimens and kind of understanding how it affects us spiritually and not just physically. So again, I just encourage you to, in your spiritual journey, be consciously aware as to what you're putting into your physical vessel as it's directly connected to your spiritual or ethical being. While we're on the topic of what we're putting into our bodies that clog up and uh, delay our spiritual progress and evolution, let's talk about something else um, that tends to clog up our auras, right? So we all have something called an aura, which is an energetic force field that surrounds our physical being which in essence protects our spiritual being some people like myself can see auras or feel them even so there are a couple things that tend to clog up our auras um, and we're kind of subconscious to those things at times things that can typically clog or block your auras from radiating outward um, are typically things like anxiety depression 
um, negative or low vibrational thinking. And so some ways that you can declutter, declog, and open your aura, which again is an energetic force field that surrounds your outer being. So it's kind of representative of your spiritual health when we say aura. So some things you can do are implement meditation, be it five minutes and gradually increase to 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes a day. Uh, Meditation, you want to smudge and clear your aura, your auric field, your auric environment with um, sacred herbs such as smudge, bay leaves, palo santo wood. These are all sacred and affordable herbs that you can use to clear any energetic residue or build up within your own aura or your auric atmosphere or environment, meaning your home, your office, your vehicle, your car, any places where energetic residue can build up, but mainly yourself, your aura, your energetic sponge that surrounds your outer being. So meditation, cleaning and cleansing your aura with sacred herbs. Also another method of healing or unclogging the auras are through the use of crystals. And I know that some of you are familiar with crystals and the uses of them, while some of you may be new to all of this. So allow me to explain briefly the metaphysical properties of crystals. Crystals are stones or sometimes referred to as rocks. Um, but more specifically minerals that are part of the earth. There are stones, geodes, gems in raw or tumbled or polished forms. They help to heal and aid in specific uses for mind, body, and spirit. They absorb as well as emit vibrational frequencies and biometric energies. So how do you use them? Crystals are best effective if they're carried on their carrier or their person. You can put them in your pocket, your wallet, your car, You can even wrap them and make them into necklace or jewelry so that they're always on you. Um, That's one of my favorite forms. I do make custom crystal jewelry um, and it's usually very varied on the actual individual client. I usually try to tailor a piece that's specific to a crystal that they need. Um, You do want to make sure that you cleanse and charge your crystals because they are like energetic sponges. So while they do work wonderfully with radiating and emitting outward their metaphysical properties, they're also absorbing all of the energies around you and the energy that emits from you yourself. So how do you clean them? So to clean crystals, which you can do a couple of ways, you can either grab a cup of earth's soil or dirt and put them in there, bury them in there and allow them to get cleansed for a couple of hours. You can sage them down with sacred smudge sticks, palo santo bay leaves, things like that. You can put them in a cup of pink Himalayan or just plain sea salt even. You can also use a method called visualization, which is where you visually focus your intention of cleansing. You would probably imagine a bright white light of energy surrounding the crystals, which is a very effective, um, harder to do, but effective method of cleansing your crystals. Now, to keep the crystals working effectively, you want to charge them. So how do you charge them? You want to place them in direct sunlight um, or even moonlight for a couple of hours, allow them to get a good energetic vibrational charge um, so that they can radiate and amplify their metaphysical properties. So if this is all new to you, I encourage you to gather those couple of suggested spiritual supplies to aid you in unclogging and opening your aura. So 
going forward, I want you guys to try these things if you never have. I can almost guarantee you, you will notice a spiritual difference, an energetic difference. Um, Cleaning your aura and your environment is not just beneficial for yourself. It's beneficial for your families, your partner, your coworkers, wherever you're cleansing this energetic residue or buildup, yourself as well as others around you will notice an energetic difference or an atmosphere difference. And that's simply because energy transpires energy is interconnected to everything and everyone so if we're subconscious to the energy that we choose to carry or we're also subconscious to the energy that we choose to pick up or absorb it can affect us negatively So while we're on the topic of sacred herbs and tools used to clear your auric field and your energy and raise your vibrational frequencies, I want to just give a little history and backdrop to those who are new to this and not familiar with um, sacred tools of spirituality. So a little brief on Palo Santo or in other traditions or natively, it's called the Hollywood. Um... This is a sacred tree that grows in certain parts of the world culturally, and the wood is chipped and burned to cleanse energies and restore and balance vibrational frequencies and auras. It has a very sweet smell when it burns. It's a lot softer and more subtle and gentle than um, something as potent as burning sage or smudge sticks, Um, which leads me to the next herb that I want to suggest for cleaning or smudging energies and environments, which is white sage or Californian sage. Um, There are many different breeds of this herb. Um, White sage is a traditional uh, incense of leaves, which are ceremonially burned during offerings to cleanse energies, to um, purify the air, the actual air. Um, It's used for protection. Um, It originated amongst native tribes um, and has popularly worked its way around the world and become a part of many cultural, uh, sacred spirituality customs and traditions. So you can use any of those herbs mentioned as well as crystals in your energetic cleansing and balancing. Um, This may be a little new to some of you. As a root worker, I do like to here and there recommend certain herbs um, for certain things to individuals or different clients. So one of my favorite ones is alum. And alum chunk is something that you can find at most cultural markets. It's usually about a dollar or two per bag. Um, it's We use it in root work or herbal um, practices, so to say to protect and cleanse the aura or to put almost a spiritual protection or barrier around an individual energetically. Um, It's very, very effective in stopping maleficence towards you, such as gossip or malintent, the evil eye, things of that sort. So alum chunk is something that can also be carried on you in a little mojo or grigri bag or even just in a piece of soft cloth on your being or in your car, in your purse, the same way that crystals can. So I just want to reiterate and kind of explain the way that you can use these tools and herbs. Um, They are very effective and the potency of them is very strong. 
So I encourage you to cleanse, do an energetic cleanse of your environment, of your being, your partner, your children, whomever resides in your place of living because energy does accumulate residue and it does sit in an atmosphere similar to uh, chemicals or cigarette smoke. So if you're not consciously, constantly cleaning your own auric being or your energetic environment, it's kind of hard to raise your vibrational frequency, uh, to be at peace, to find um, different ways to stay enlightened, to evolve. It's very difficult if you're not cleaning your energetic buildup or residue. So I hope that you all enjoyed this topic of conversation on today's episode. Um, Next week, we will discuss things similar of these topics, but a little more advanced. I want you to know that I'm going at a pace that I feel is comfortable for beginners, um, but also for intermediate or advanced learners um, in your journey of spirituality. So in the next episode, we will discuss things such as meditation, yoga, mindful breathing and other spiritual traditions or practices that you can use to implement and help you raise your vibrational frequencies as a spiritual being so that's it for this episode find me on ig at the earth experience for custom-made crystal jewelry canvas art all kinds of art and peace love and positive vibrations you heard it here with your host earth melody on the podcast called the earth experience peace love and light (laughs) 